Hey there, friend, and welcome to the Self Love for Breakfast podcast, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to another episode of self-love for breakfast. I am Crystal Rose, your host. I'm so happy you're here today. Okay, you guys, we're going to get into it. This is this is a very recent thing, so I wanted to share this with you while it's kind of fresh. Um, some of you may know I just got back from my amazing retreat in Italy. It was absolutely fantastic. It was just exactly how I planned it. All of the excursions were incredible. Um, you know, we had 10 women on the trip and everyone seemed to get along. Like there was no major drama. So it was, um, it was really cool and it was really nice to have that and to be a part of it and to, you know, be able to have this amazing experience for people. Um, I got to do a little bit of coaching. I did some breath work. We did this incredible photo shoot and it was, it was cool for me to kind of see like, you know, what would I, what would I do differently um, next time? You know, how would I make this even better? So yeah, I have that to reflect on for sure. But I wanted to share with you guys on this trip, um, there was someone there that did not like me. (laughs) I'm laughing, but like, um, and I want to share about that. I want to share about how it felt um, at this stage of where I'm at. You know, um, I think a lot of the times we want people to like us, right? It's it's upsetting when someone doesn't like us and, and we might go one of a few different ways. So this is a situation where, you know, there's nine other women besides me on this trip. And I did not know all of them. I knew most of them, you know, either through a networking group that I'm a part of. Um, one of them I, you know, did some work for. Another person, um, you know, I had two people who were my clients. So it was like a pretty big mix. And then there were some women that were like friends of someone else who was on the trip. So it was a, it was a very different kind of mix of women and everyone was pretty high level. You know, we had four lawyers on the trip. It was crazy. (laughs) It was like the lawyer trip, you know? So we had like four lawyers, you know, there was a high level business consultant. We had a high level marketing woman, uh, marketing media woman. Um, we had a powerlifting coach, a Reiki healer, um, a mortgage lender and and business development coach. Like it was crazy. Like the amount of talents. I mean, this is a group of women could probably very easily take over the world. Like absolutely. So there was this one woman and she was a guest, um, well, a friend of another woman on the trip. And day one, I was like, this chick is so cool. Like she's hilarious. Like she seems really smart. Like she's just, I really, really like her. And it was interesting because after a day or so, I started to just get this energetic vibe of like, like being pushed away. Like she just doesn't like me. Like she's not, you know, and it was interesting because, um, and especially interesting you guys, because I could feel it. 
Like, <laughs> this is not something that I don't think I would have been aware of in the past. Maybe a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have been aware. Um, but now, like, you know, my work is really deep in energetics and, and embodiment and how things feel and how people feel to me. Uh, and this particular woman, it just felt like there was like this push, like this wall, this like go away, right? And I was just kind of like, huh, that's interesting. And so I just kind of let it be. I didn't, I didn't try to like force my way in. I didn't, I also didn't like push her away. You know, I wasn't going to like not be nice to her because of this like vibe I was getting. I kind of wanted to explore it a little more, do a little investigating, whatever. Um, but as like the days went on, it was very clear. And, you know, there was an instance where, you know, she had made it sound like something she wanted to do some coaching in the group. And I was like, awesome. Like, this will be great, you know, to work with her. Um, and then she like shot me down in the middle of the group, <laughs> which like is fine, right? Like everyone gets to change their mind, like doing things in, in a group may not always feel safe, may not always feel comfortable. So I was like fine with that. Um, but I was just very confused as to like where um, that changed in a matter of minutes. So I was like, whatever, fine. You know, I didn't take that personally. Um, but then there were just some other things where she would go out of her way to say something nice to me and then would literally say something not nice about me and the same exact, about the same exact thing to someone else. So I was like, okay, like once I gathered, like this chick is not a fan of Crystal Rose. She does not like me for whatever reason. Um, and you know what was really cool was I was able to I was able to like not take it personally first of all you know and I'll explain why a little bit more but in the past I might have done some things where um no I want you to like me and I would have like really poured it on like I would have tried really hard and it would have been you know kind of inauthentic it would have been just not me to do that, right? To kind of just like pour it on and try really hard to get someone to like me. So I didn't knee jerk into that. And then, you know, there's also the like taking it personally, like what did I do wrong? Like what did I do? What, you know, why doesn't she like me? And like really internalize it and think that there's something wrong with me. And I didn't do that either because I was really being me, just being me. And, and then finally, you know, another way I may have handled it in the past was kind of be an asshole back, right? Like just, oh, you're going to dig at me? Like, fine, I'm going to dig at you, you know, and just really kind of like give it back to her and not be very nice back to her and make it clear, I don't like you either. So I didn't do any of those things, which was like, you guys, like you have to understand like the level of healing it takes to really genuinely not feel anything. Like I just didn't feel this need to change what was going on. I didn't feel this need to make her like me. I also didn't feel the need to make her feel bad for not liking me. It was just like, okay. <laughs> you know? And like at this stage in the game, I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I know I'm not everyone's shadow whiskey. <laughs> I'm just not. And, and I understand that. Um, and you know what? I'm kind of glad I'm not, right? Because if everyone liked me, then I don't think I would really be me. I don't I think I'd be some weird watered down version of myself. And and that's not something I'm interested in. I'm not interested in being 
watered down. I'm not interested in trying to please others. Like I ultimately have to do what feels good to me. I have to live in my body as my best me. And that's what I was doing. And so I was very, very aware of that in this situation. And and so I think it allowed me to be more of the observer. You know, there were points in the trip where she would just be very negative, like just no one else was being negative, like nothing really bad was happening. And then she would just be negative, Um, you know, and if something wasn't very pleasant, like, you know, then people like kind of voiced it, like she was definitely the loudest. So I I found that to be interesting. Um, I also found, you know, she had some antics where she was needing to be the center of attention. You know, she had to be the loudest cheerleader. She had to be the one who was bringing down all the bags at 6 a.m. for everybody else. You know, it was like she really went out of her way um, to get attention and to be, whether it was, you know, the the good one, right? The cheerleader, the best one, the one who's helping everybody. Or like if she was like kind of in a negative state, like she had to do that. And so I was able to really kind of look at her um, with just this kind of level of compassion, right? Like here's a person who who clearly has a little bit of work to do. I mean, we all have work to do. We all have work to do. It is clear, <laughs> right? I have work to do. You have work to do. Um, but I was able to just t- kind of like take her not liking me as not even about me. It's not about me. It wasn't about me. Um, you know, there there were definitely some issues that she didn't necessarily speak on and like she did speak on some, but like there are some issues that it was like, okay, like this woman is hurting. Like she really needs some compassion and some love and, and some work. Like she's, she's got to be able to turn inward hopefully at some point and, um, and do the work, you know? And so I was like, okay, like this is not, and, and it wasn't just me. I realized, you know, other people were noticing the negativity and whatnot. And so I was like, okay, at least it's not like me zeroing in on her because I can sense that she's not like, she doesn't like me. And, and even saying she doesn't like me doesn't even feel right. It doesn't feel correct because here's the thing. When we just don't like another person, like we don't know them that well, or maybe we have like a first impression or like a soft impression of them, right? Um, I think spending a week with someone, not even a full week with someone is not, you're not really able to gauge um, them, especially two days, right? If you decide in like two days you don't like someone or you're just whatever, um, usually that's a reflection on you. So uh, two things I notice, you know, when, if I don't like someone off the bat, if I'm just like, oh, no, (laughs) that person is a no for me. Well, I look at two things. One, what is, what is it? What is the behavior that really irritates me about this person? What is the behavior that they're exhibiting or like, what's trait in their personality? Like what's something they're doing that really gets under my skin or that's really pissing me off? What don't I like about this person? And I kind of like feel into that. And then, and then I ask myself, where in my life have I exhibited that behavior? Where do I still exhibit that behavior? Or where had I in the past maybe but I haven't made peace with it yet. 
Like I'm looking at this person as though they are a mirror. If I don't know them very well, but there's something they do that irks me right off the bat, huh, what's what's going on here, right? So for example, you know, the need for attention, like that's something that would have bothered me in the past because I used to do a lot of things for attention. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like I did a lot of things for attention. And I've made peace with that part of myself. I know that about myself. I know that that's something that I have done. I have worked on it because there's a need underneath the need to get attention, right? There's a need. And that was a need I had to fulfill for myself. And so once I was able to fulfill my own need for attention, my own need for love to be seen and all of that, well, I didn't really, didn't really search externally for it anymore, And that's something that, so when I see someone else doing it, I can recognize it as that behavior. I'm like, oh, okay, like this person is really, you know, needing attention um, because they're lacking something in themselves, but it doesn't bother me anymore. Like I'm just not, I'm unbothered. I'm just kind of like, whatever, you know, like I get it. (laughs) I've been there, (laughs) but I've made peace with that part of myself, if that makes sense. So a lot of the time, and I'm not saying these are like the two, like this is it, the end, it's either this thing or that thing, right? But but really, I think there's such a resistance to looking inside of ourselves when it comes to other people, when it comes to um, our relationships with other people. It's usually they're doing this thing and it's annoying, or they talk to me like this and I don't like it, or you know, we kind of like point the finger um, and make it make it about them, right? Like they're doing this thing, they're doing blah, blah, blah. And and even when a person is outright lashing out at you, it's not really about you. I know it's hard to believe that, right? But even like when this woman was like, like going out of her way to say something nice to me, but then going behind my back about the exact same issue and saying something horrible about me, I knew it wasn't about me. It wasn't about me. There's no way I could possibly be about me. It has nothing to do with me. And so I was able to not take it personally, which which really, honestly, I think is the goal when, when it comes to other people and their behavior towards us. Like, are we able to just not take it personally, right? Are we just able to not take their unprocessed internal going on, their unprocessed internal happenings, whatever is going on inside their system is on them because you don't lash out at people if everything going on inside of yourself is a okay. You just don't. If you're a happy, healthy, healed human being, I like that. Happy, healthy, healed human being. <laughs> if you're a happy, healthy, healed human being, you are not lashing out at other people, no matter how annoying they are, no matter how mad they make you. Like you're just not, you don't do that. It's not. It's not what happy, healthy, healed humans do, okay? So it's never about you. If someone's lashing out at you, it's never about you. And if you're lashing out at someone, it's not about them. It is about you. It's about what they bring up in you. And this is not to say like, oh, well, then you need to be okay being around every single person in the world. Like we have our preferences. That's fine. Like it's, that's not what I'm saying here. But I'm just saying like, if there's someone who really, really irks you, especially if you don't know them, um, and I say that because, you know, when you know someone, of course, like 
it's it's different in the in the sense of you're just like used to them being around and and you know you might know their ins and outs a little bit better. I mean, it's still kind of the same thing and still kind of a mirror. But if you don't know someone really, you don't have enough information to even gather if you do or don't like them. Deciding you don't like someone in two seconds is is not. It's not really. I'm not saying it's not valid, but you know, it's just kind of like, uh, maybe you need some more information, right? And of course, we all get gut feelings about people, right? If you get a gut feeling about someone that they're, you know, not a good person, like, yeah, sure, stay stay clear. Um, But this is just kind of like, this is a way to kind of check yourself because I think we need to check ourselves a little bit more. I think it's very easy to point fingers at other people. It's very easy to get um, thrown off track, to get triggered, to get activated by another person and make it and put it on them. If you want to grow, if you want personal growth, you need to look inward. You need to look at the parts of you that you don't like very much, that aren't sexy, that are like the dark shadowy shit. That's what shadow work is. It's looking at the parts of you that you don't want to face. It's looking at your attention-seeking behaviors. It's looking at your, you know, how you take everything personally. It's looking at how maybe you lash out in anger or how you become a victim when you know someone hurts your feelings or whatever like there's so many of these behaviors that people exhibit that we feel shame around right we don't admit that this is what we do and some of us may not be aware that this is what we do but it's hard to admit it because it feels very shameful right like me admitting not now, I don't feel any shame around it, but but in the past, me admitting that I just want attention, right? Like I just want attention. That's what I want. I want everyone to notice me. I want everyone to love me. I want everyone to like look at me and be like, wow, she's great, whatever, right? Like that would have felt really shameful at the time. I would not have wanted to admit that. Oh, you know, Crystal just wants to be the center of attention. Like, yeah, I did. But saying that out loud, I just want to be the center of attention. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine like actually saying that out loud back then. You know, and now that I've worked through that, like it's just not something I desire. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel shameful um, because I've worked through it. I've worked through the reasons why I felt the need to get attention, that core, that root. And that's what I work with my clients on, you guys. Like we get to the root of all of the behaviors, the ugly ones, the pretty ones, all of it. Like we figure out where everything is kind of coming from. It's really important to do. Not enough people are looking at themselves and looking at their own behaviors that suck. We have a lot of us have some really sucky behaviors. <laughs> a lot of us do. And we're just not willing to look at it. We're not willing to face it. We're not willing to do the work there. We'll do all this other work, right? We'll do healing around what other people did to us. That's the easy part. And I hate to say it, but it is the easy part. As someone who's been through a lot of trauma at the hands of other humans, getting over that is is not over it, but getting like through that and understanding like those parts and pieces that are hurt and are wounded um, is the easy part. But looking at like the behaviors that maybe stem from it that are not so cute, that are not so pretty, that's the hard part. That is the hard part. Because when you, especially when you experience, you know, trauma or, or things that are like really bad, you're aware of like, this thing was really bad. This is something I have to work on. You know, when my mom um, 
was very clear that she was ill and I realized that my entire life I was now looking through a different lens. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) And I got myself taken care of. I had to look at this in a different way and I had to work through it, but at least I knew what I was like dealing with and it was external in a way, right? It wasn't me, it was her. So having to look at myself as, you know, behaviors that stem from the trauma, that stem from the bad things that happen, or even sometimes like maybe something bad didn't even happen, but a behavior came out of it because a need wasn't met there. That's the hard shit. The hard shit is looking at yourself and being like, where do I suck? (laughs) And I put a little spin of humor on it, you guys, because like, obviously you don't suck, right? I don't suck. But really just kind of like, what are the behaviors I'm exhibiting that are really not they're not cute. They're not attractive. They're not fun. They're not nice. They're not productive. Like where am I being dragged down by myself? Really? You know, that's the hard part for a lot of people to look at. And I got it. I've been there. I've been there. And there's still stuff today that I'm like, oh man, that's something to look at. Ugh. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Here we go. Um, but that's where the real work is. You know, of course, you know, overcoming the way other people have treated you for sure is vi- it's vital. It's so important. But looking at your own behaviors that have stemmed because of it. And we can't just say, well, I'm like this because this happened to me. That's not acceptable. Like it's not your fault what happened to you, but it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to move forward and to, you know, take responsibility for your actions and your behaviors. You know, we can't help what happened to us, but we can help who we become and who we are in the process of healing. So, so yes, the first thing when we when we look at someone we're like, "Oh, I don't like them." That is the looking inward. Really looking inward, looking at like the behaviors that piss you off and where in your life do you do that? Uh, more often than not that that's what happens. Um, even if we don't want to admit it. And the second thing, when we look at a person, again, it can be a different kind of mirror, right? Like maybe this person really has their shit together. Maybe their life looks amazing. Maybe they're crushing it on social media, in their business. You know, maybe they're just like driving the car. They have the husband. They've got the whatever, right? They've just got this like shit that you want. Okay. And it's very easy to look at someone and be like, bitch, (laughs) right? Like, ugh, she just thinks she's so cool or she thinks she's so great or she just has all this stuff. Like she must have gotten it from blah, blah, blah. Or like maybe her life's not that real anyways. Social media, highlight reel, blah, 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 blah. Um, You know, because people like to use that to make themselves feel better. They look at someone living a life that they would like to live. And instead of thinking it's possible for them, they think, well, it's probably not real anyways. Whether it's real or not, you know, who cares, right? Like I look at someone who like maybe their life isn't real and they've got this magical, magical thing going on. And I'm like, good for them. Hell yeah. Good for them. Because I can look at that person and be like, this is possible for me because I have belief in myself. But there have definitely been people that I've looked at and I immediately am just like, ugh, right? I don't know them. I've, I've seen all of two seconds of them being perfect on social media. And I just have this ugh feeling. And more often than not, 
it's because I don't believe what they have or what they have going on is possible for me. Oh, <laughs> oh that can be so hard to admit. Look at this person. Look at this rich bitch, right? Look at this rich bitch doing all the things and buying all the shit and walking around with her Chanel and whatever. And it's like, screw her. There are better things to spend money on, blah, 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 blah. I don't know her. I don't know her. But maybe there's a part of me judging her because I feel like it's not possible for me. And that is another one of the reasons why we may not like someone. We look at them and we think, that's not possible for me. And and maybe it's not conscious, right? This is subconscious behavior usually. We just think, oh, I don't like her. She's so like into herself or, oh, you know, she's just so flashy with all her stuff or, you know, she's probably just a big liar and her life's not like that anyway or whatever. Maybe we just look at someone and think, that's not possible for me. And then we turn our, we turn on them. We decide we don't like them. Okay. So these are the two major reasons why we decide we do not like another person. It's usually because A, there's something reflecting back to us that we have not made peace with in ourselves. And that's an opportunity. Believe it or not, these little activations, these triggers from other people can be opportunities for us to work on ourselves. You don't have to be their friend. You don't have to like like them, love them, whatever. But they're giving you a key piece of information here. This is key info. Okay. And then two... Maybe they're living this life that we don't think that we can have. And that activates something inside of us as well. So knowing this, right, having this knowledge and being in this tight quarters with a woman who I am 100% sure (laughs) does not like me. And now and I can kind of understand why. Maybe there's something in me that's being reflected back to her that she does not like about herself. Maybe she looks at me leading this trip, you know, bringing these women together, planning this like absolutely flawless, incredible trip and being like, I should be there. That should be me, but doesn't feel like it is or could be her. I don't know. Right? I don't know. Um, and I'm not going to ask <laughs> because, again, I don't, I don't care. I don't. And it's so cool to not give a shit when someone doesn't like you. Like, I honestly haven't, um, I haven't been this aware. I'm sure it's happened before, but I haven't been this aware of like just not caring about it, like not reacting in one of the three ways that I normally would have in the past. And the only reason why I'm giving it breath, right? Like I'm, I'm giving it life is because I thought it was so interesting and cool and something that I really wanted to share with you. I felt like it really had value. I was actually so glad this happened, which is sounds stupid and crazy, but like, you know, I'm actually so glad that this happened because it allowed me to see another part of myself. It allowed me to really see my growth. You know, there's so many of these stepping stones along the way um, through my healing journey, past my healing journey. I mean, I'm still always working on things, but like I healed a big chunk um, a couple of years ago, you know? And so I love these little touch points 
along the way that give me an opportunity to see how far I've come. They give me an opportunity to really like understand the healing work I have done. You know, my interactions with other humans really allows me to do that. And so I'm I'm honestly glad that there was someone on this trip that just I was not their cup of tea. I'm really glad that she did not like me because it really kind of gave me this perspective. It gave me a podcast episode. <laughs> um and it really it really reflected back to me like wow, Crystal Rose, you have done a lot of work because there I honestly like I would have just been a bitch. That's just, that uh, God's honest truth. Like I would have just been a bitch. That's who I used to be. Um, you know, I would have felt that I wanted her to like me. I would have been like, oh, I want her to like me. Like, what can I do? And I would have maybe gone out of my way. But then, like, that would have been more recent. You know, pre healing. But then, like, way back when, I would have just been a bitch. I would have just been like, okay, let's see how miserable I can make you on this trip. Like, <laughs> that would have been me. I was a nasty little teenager and like in my early 20s, I was, I could be so mean um, for no reason at all. Or if you know, not really no reason at all. Like if I felt attacked or if I felt someone was coming for me or if I, you know, or if I felt like you were coming for someone I cared about, like game on. And I was such a bitch. Um, And then there came a point in my life where I just didn't want to be that person anymore. I didn't want to be mean. I didn't want to say nasty things. I didn't want to hurt people. Um, You know, I didn't want to make people cry because I knew, you know, I'm I'm a very intuitive person and I listen and I absorb. And so like, I know all the things I could say to someone that would hurt them deeply. And I decided that's not who I wanted to be. And so I shifted that behavior and I changed. So that's when I probably would have been more of that like, not so much of a people pleaser, but like, man, I really want this chick to like me. What is it? She like me. What's wrong with me? And then like, try to be overly nice. Um, but I didn't do that in this situation. And I did, you know, acknowledge to her, um, that moment where, where I felt like I, maybe I misread the situation. You know, I really thought she wanted to Share. She wanted. To, I thought she wanted to do some work, um, and then when she declined, I was just confused. And so I didn't apologize to her, but I just said, you know, I just want to acknowledge that um, I may have misread the situation, and I hope you didn't feel like I put you on the spot. And and that felt really good to me to do because, again, apologizing I think would have been the people pleasing kind of I want you to like me sort of thing. But I did feel like there needed to be acknowledgement, um, especially because on my end, I was just kind of like, it sucked the air out of me. I was just like, whoa, okay. <laughs> like I didn't really know where to go from there. So um, that acknowledgement for me was important, you know, whether or not it didn't landed with her at all. Like, I guess it's not, that's not my business or my problem. So, wow, you guys, like this whole episode on like not liking people and people not liking you. I hope you found it valuable. Um, I really do. I hope you found it valuable because I think, you know, in our human interactions, we can stand to have more compassion. We can stand to have more love. And we can also stand to really turn inward and ask ourselves, like, where's my opportunity for growth here? It's wild. It's wild to think that we could do that, but we can. What's my opportunity for growth here when someone is just like pissing us off, you know, or we just like decide, oh, I do not like this person. We really get the opportunity to turn inward and ask ourselves, you know, what can I learn from this? What's my opportunity for growth here? 
And then you get to grow by someone else being hateful, by someone else not liking you, by someone else projecting their bullshit onto you. You get to grow, you get to flourish, and you get to better yourself. It's kind of a win. (laughs) Take the win. All right, you guys. I love you so much. Have a beautiful rest of your day, and we'll see you soon. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.